Look at that. Kush. Kush. Kush there is, uh, uh, it was part of Ethiopia and Sudan. The sons of Kush, Seba, Havila, Sabta, Rama, and Sebteka. The sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Verse 8. Go ahead. It says what? Kush was the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior on the earth. Now, when we talk of Nimrod, Nimrod was a mighty warrior on earth. He is the founder of Babylon, which is today's Iraq. Okay? So we need to find out first. So when we are talking about this war, there is war there. We need to find them from the Bible. What did God say about this country? The Bible may not have mentioned their current name. For example, um, um, Iran. Iran was Persia. They changed the name to Iran from Persia in, in 1935. They just changed the name recently. They were called Persia. And the Bible speaks of Persia. The prince of Persia. So it is difficult now people to understand to say what country, which country, what is going on there. It is in the Bible. So when we deal with the nations, we must find out their origins. So all nations were born from the sons of Noah. Now, let's go ahead with the scripture. The Bible says there, say he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That is why it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. Let's go ahead. The first centers of his kingdom were what? Babylon. So when you hear about Babylon, 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 Babylon was born by a man called Nimrod. And Nimrod was the founder of the kingdom of Babylon, which in today's language is called what? Iraq. In today's word, Nimrod is Iraq. But when you read the Bible there, his character can identify his roots or his generations. What is happening today in Iraq, even in the days of Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, is the same behavior of the Saddam Hussein. It is the same behavior. Now, so we can trace Iraq from there. Now, let me show you something that is important as we go into Russia and Ukraine. Okay? Let's find these countries. Okay? So when you read and read and read and read, you'll find more nations. Actually, the whole chapter 10 speaks of all nations, including the United States of America, how it was born, when other people moved to Europe. And then, so it is a whole story how India was formed. Now, we, we can find all those nations here. And again, in chapter 11, you'll find all nations mentioned. So when the Bible says that in chapter 38 of Ezekiel, when the Bible says, Son of man said at first against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach, in verse 2 of 38 of um, Ezekiel. Of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. You see those nations are being mentioned in Ezekiel. Those nations are the ones mentioned in actually 
uh, Genesis chapter 10. Okay? Prophesy against him. But when God speaks on verse 2, speaks different nations. But on prophecy, he said, prophesy against him. Not against other nations, but against him. Who? Verse 3. Now the Bible says, and say, this is what the Son of the Lord says, I am against you, Gog, chief prince of Meshach, and Tubal. I explained to you last week how these people moved into Russia. I told you about Japheth. Okay? If you start, if you ask an Indian to say, what is the origin? They will, they will all say the ancestry comes from Japheth. And it's so shocking because Europeans also, the ancestry is Japheth. Now, when you check Japheth, he was a son of Noah. And he had two children. And one of his child was called Scythia. Who the Russians claimed to be. Ukrainians claimed to be. And all the people in Poland, uh, Kazakhstan, all these other countries which are around Russia, they are all Scythians. Which were sons of of Japheth. He was a son of Japheth. So when you check in the scripture, right, you find a very interesting story. And just there, the Scythians, they moved um, uh, to the northern part and settled um, others to the northern part of the uh, Black Sea, others to the eastern part, you know, and this is how these nations were formed. So when we speak then, we find out that all these generations we are dealing with here formed what we call Iraq, Egypt, Russia, Turkey, Syria, you know, Greece. All these nations were formed after the flood. We can trace them from the scripture we just did now. So we find all these nations coming there. And then we find that Meshach moved. And today what we call Meshach is actually called Moscow. Now, these countries will play a big role. Both politically, financially, the global economy. They have a great role to play to society. This is why they're very important. Saudi Arabia, all these nations are very important according to God's plans. So he stretched them out in a way that this one was depending on this one, on something. This one was depending on this one, on something. Okay? When we, if, if, if we had time, we could actually check the book of Genesis. How God designed it. So God made a design that they should depend on each other. According to the book of Genesis, when you check the book of Genesis, all right, if we go into the book of Genesis, 
we find a very important aspect of how nations were being formed. 46, from verse 26 to 27. Okay? So they were relying on one another. God made it that nations must be born. If you check there, you will see all the souls that came with Jacob into Egypt, which came out of the loins besides Jacob's sons, wives. All the souls were threescore and six. Now, continue. And the sons of Joseph, which were born in he, I mean in Egypt, were two souls. All the souls of the house of Jacob, which came into Egypt, were threescore and ten, which is seventy. Give me King James' uh, uh, version. Were threescore and ten in NIV. With the two sons who had been born to Joseph in Egypt, the members of Jacob's family which went to Egypt were 70 in all. So they also mimicked, they took over the same plan of God. That for a nation to be born, you need 70. So that was Jacob, all right? That was when Israel was being born. So they also used the number 70. Because it's a very important aspect in how God designs creation. So what is happening now? What is happening? There is war. And this war is taking place. But where is it going? When it's going, I heard somebody saying, oh, they will suffer people in Russia. They will suffer people in uh, Ukraine. Oh, they will suffer consequences. The consequences that will happen in those countries are not consequences for those two nations. They are for the whole world. They are for the church. They are for Israel. They are for many nations. They are for many peoples. When you read from this chapter, okay, of chapter 38, the behavior Actually, it will be, it's, it's, it's in the Bible. There will be this Gog rising up. Now, let's read. Okay? Let me read it for you. And I want to show you nations that right now are standing behind Russia. They are mentioned in chapter 38 of Ezekiel. But you have to understand Jesus said, when you shall see these things, these things must come to pass. Hmm. From verse 3, and say unto thee, uh, uh, and say, that says the Lord God, behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and put hooks into the jaws. In NIV, I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws and bring you out with your whole army, your horses. I will bring you with your whole what? Your horses, your horsemen, fully armed, and a great horde with a large and small shields of all them brandishing their swords. Now, first country mentioned there is Iran, Persia. Did you see Persia? You must understand these things. 
So which country right now is being backed by these nations? When they were doing voting in the United Nations, there are other nations which didn't want to participate in this. And one of the nations was Iran. But you must understand how there will be a shift. Okay, there will be a shift. Persia is being mentioned there. Kush is being mentioned there. Which is today's modern Sudan. It's being mentioned there. And Sudan too, right now, is supporting Russia. This can't be a coincidence. And put will be with them. Why them? So these countries will support, say, no, as we, you know, uh, diplomatically, these countries will be with them. Now, let's just go ahead reading the scripture. All with the shields and helmets. Also, Goma with all his troops. And I will not mention about Goma today. And Beth to Gama. From the far north with all his troops. The many nations with you. This is why they have to mobilize as many nations as they can to be on their side. Before they do what they want to do. Okay. Biblically, Teke will play a very big role right now. God will use Teke. Now I'm going to show you. If we have time, I'm going to show you how God will use Teke. Most people think this war is going to end soon. And most people think this war will continue. But I will tell you something. This is biblical. We can only pray for the lives of people in Ukraine. But no one will stop this. And if people are thinking they'll stop this, no one will stop it. It can only be a break. For a short time, where people be like, oh, it looks like it will start again. And want to spark everything to a level where they cannot, they cannot, it will be uncontrollable. It is when what is on chapter 38, as we keep on reading, we'll find some few things there and also in other chapters, uh, especially in Psalm 83, uh, where we also find some certain things, they will escalate is when they will bomb their ship. One ship will be bombed. Throughout this war, there will be a ship that will be bombed. And when that ship is bombed, remember my prophecy. Just know that something crazy is about to happen in the world. That's when there will be the rise of the ten kings, which are the ten presidents in Europe. And they'll have a meeting. And quickly, it, uh, there will be a meeting with Israel. And there will be a treaty. A seven years treaty, which will be signed between Israel and uh, uh, the Middle East. I just want to show you something here that is important. As the church, what are you supposed to pray for? What are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to be uh, afraid? Are you supposed to be scared? That's the biggest question. Am I supposed to be afraid right now? And where is he getting these things? Where is the president of, of Russia getting his strength in the verse 10 of Ezekiel 38. The Bible tells us a reason. 
where he will get his strength. This is what the sovereign word says. On that day, thoughts will come into your mind and you will devise an evil scheme. And thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwearied villages. I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely. Now, we all know that Israel was not in, in safety. Israel was not at peace. But on that verse of 11, tells us when he will think of this. When Israel thinks they are at peace. Right now, we are seeing a lot of movements. Israel having so much peace now with so many countries. A lot of nations, Israel having peace. And that is the false peace, which the scripture says, there will be a lot of false peace that will happen on the land of Israel. And then as they think they're on peace, they'll be attacked. They'll be attacked. Let's go to Psalm 83. Let me just show you a very important thing there. Where David in the spirit saw all these events that are happening now. And he began to speak them through prophecy. Because after this, already there is uh, uh, a, great, a great plan. We all know in Isaiah chapter 17, there is a prophecy of Syria. We know there is war in Syria now. And what is happening now, the war in Syria is ceasing. Because Russia has assisted Syria to defeat the rebel group. Nations came together to support them to uh, unseat a man called Assad, who is the president of Syria. But they could not bring him down. And I told you uh, uh, years ago, I think six years ago, that they would not bring him down. Because the Bible speaks in, in Isaiah 17 of that war in Syria. That it will come and Damascus will cease to be a city. But they will not bring him down. It's written in Isaiah 17. It's there. So now Russia has put a base in Syria that neighbors Israel. For what reasons? That must make you think now of the evil scheme being planned against Israel. Why has he put his biggest camp is in Syria right now? And three weeks ago, they made a speech that they want Israel to move out from Golan Heights. And that was Russia. Why? So you must understand all that. So when you see this piece on social media, on internet, political piece, you must know from the point of the scriptures that it is uh, uh, not real peace. It is cosmetic. It is cosmetic. So we understand from the scriptures. We are living in the days when Things are happening. Prophecies of the Bible are being fulfilled right in front of our eyes. The things which those people were like, oh, so when, when will this thing happen? They are happening in front of our eyes. But the Bible says, seeing you will see, but you will not perceive it. Hearing you're going to hear, but you're not going to understand it. So what is happening there? It is important for you as a church, as a believer, as a child of God, to understand where the world is going. 
So it is not just a war that is taking place there. It is in your Bible. It is written over there. So will Russia take over that place? The answer is, actually, they will give up. Not Russia will give up. Because the Bible has, the Bible has already spoken what's going to happen. He will say, no, I think I can't be assisted. Psalm 83 will show you something. Let me show you in Psalm 83. Okay, in Psalm 83, the Bible says, okay, in Psalm 83, this is David. He saw this, what is happening now. And this is what he said from verse 1, okay? Now he says, keep not thou silence, O God. All right, give me uh, NKJV, all right? It says, do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace and do not be still, O God. There's two. For behold, your enemies make a tumult, and those who hate you have lifted up their head. You must understand, all right? You must understand this. There are countries which have vowed that they will make sure they delete Israel from the map. And one of those countries is Iran. Iran says every year, that their biggest agenda is to delete Israel out of the map. And is the greatest military ally of Russia. 